other side of midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight. I'm Frank Moreno. Thanks for listening to me. We are going to bring you live updates from Florida for the next four hours. We'll tell you exactly what's happening. We'll give you other information as well, although we're going to get to a lot of other content as well. If you happen to be listening in Florida, you can give us a call at 1-800-848-WABC. Uh, it's 1-800-848-9222, and you can keep us posted on what's happening there, what's real versus what's just hype. Now, uh, one of the more entertaining memes that uh, that somebody sent me yesterday was the fact that, oh, it's a shame that uh, Governor Ron DeSantis can't come, can't send the hurricane in to New York City. Well, um, it does highlight the migrant situation that we're dealing with here in New York City. Obviously, every radio show on the station has covered this at length. But one thing that I don't think I don't think we've done a good enough job explaining is that a lot of these migrants, they say upwards of 30 percent of them actually want to come to New York City. The people in Texas, the people in Florida, and the people, the journalists interviewing these migrants when they get to New York and when they go elsewhere, say that uh, they're not being forced to New York City. They want to come here. Blake Barrow, the CEO of the El Paso Rescue Mission, he published an open letter begging the Biden administration for help with the migrant crisis. And uh, he said about 20 percent of them want to go to New York. The city has been chartering buses to New York to assist those desiring that destination. Now, I don't blame them for wanting to come here. Who wouldn't want to come to New York? New York is the greatest city in the world. But I think what this underscores in my book is the fact that uh, we're not going to solve this migrant crisis, at least in our city, by getting the governor of Florida or the governor of Texas to stop busing these people here. Because if we did, these migrants would find a way to get here on their own. As I've said, the fundamental problem with this, the fundamental solution, I should say, is to solve the border security issue, number one, and to solve the issue in Venezuela and Nicaragua so people aren't fleeing those countries in droves. I think a big step forward in terms of that is doing away with these crippling sanctions we have in place on those countries. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is the other side of midnight on 77 WABC. We have been chronicling a lot of the problems that we've been experiencing over the last few years with how New York deals with the violently mentally ill. And again, it's important to make a distinction between the violently mentally ill or the dangerously mentally ill and people whose mental health could be improved. Everybody's mental health can be improved. And most people that are mentally ill would never hurt a fly. It's that very, very small percentage of the public that is violently mentally ill, that if they don't take their medication, will hurt themselves or someone else that we need to be on the lookout for and which seem to be causing so many of the incidents in our city and around the country. And if you've listened to me for any length of time, what have I said again and again is the fundamental first step in New York in dealing with the violently mentally ill. And I believe both John Katzenmatidis and Judge Weinberg have repeatedly said the same thing. 
The key is broader use of Kendra's law. And that's where I have to give the mayor of the city of New York, Eric Adams, a lot of credit and a giant pat on the back. When Mayor Adams was on the campaign trail last year, he repeatedly called for city and state officials to step up the use of Kendra's law. I have to tell you, at the time, I was skeptical. Kendra's law, if you're not familiar with it, by the way, is a state law that allows court-ordered outpatient mental health treatment for people deemed dangerous to themselves or others. What he said was, in May of 2021, we must strengthen Kendra's law. That's what he told the press outside a subway station in May of 2021. Judges, do your job. It's time to use Kendra's law to deal with the mental health crisis that we're seeing. Well, that messaging appears to have reached the city's pool of law enforcement and social service agencies because the number of Kendra's law orders statewide increased modestly in August from roughly 3,400 to 3,500, and it has remained elevated throughout much of September. Now, while that increase statewide is slight, that increase is driven almost entirely by New York City, which has seen a significant jump in treatment orders across the five boroughs, whereas there have been declines in most of the rest of the state. Uh, Nobody criticizes Mayor Adams more than me when he does the wrong thing. Nobody criticizes these judges more than me when they do the wrong thing. But for everybody that's responsible for that broader use of Kendra's law, I think this is a giant step in the right direction. And I would love to see other states and other cities follow Mayor Adams' direction on this, because this is pretty important. Beam me up! To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Let me begin this hour with a special alert for all of our Long Island listeners. I'm going to be in Long Island this weekend. Unfortunately, I will not be there on Friday, which means... I am going to miss a terrific event this Friday evening at The Other Room where Frank McKay, the president of WABC's Long Island Division, is going to be hosting my friend and colleague Curtis Sliwa in a free meet and greet event. In fact, let me let Frank and Curtis tell you a little bit about it. This is Frank McKay, host of Breaking It Down. And this is Curtis Sliwa. Please join me and the one and only Curtis Sliwa this Friday, September 30th, for a free networking event. Hey, it starts at 6 p.m. There's no admission. It's a free, got that? F-R-E-E, free buffet for all WABC listeners. Come on, join me and Frank McKay this Friday, September 30th, at the other room, 511 Comac Road in Deer Park. Doors are open at 6 p.m. I better see you there. I've been to this before. It's a lot of fun. So if you haven't been there before, it's a great opportunity to meet some people. There's a free buffet. The food is great. And there's a cash bar. But the last time that I was there, there was some uh, free Prosecco as well. So I can't speak to the fact that that's going to happen again this year. But uh, I certainly hope that it does. Also, we have our National Psoriasis Foundation walk uh, coming up on Sunday, October 16th at the Bronx Zoo. I'm going to be there. My wife is going to be there. Little Carmine is going to be there. If you would like to join our team, which is aptly named the Frank 
footers, I have a link on my Facebook page for you to do just that. You can join the team. You can walk with us. Just uh, try and register soon, though, just so I know how many T-shirts that I have to have printed. But even if you don't want to walk with us, you can still make a contribution. Psoriasis is the most common autoimmune disease in the entire country. A lot of people, millions of people, literally dealing with it every day, including me. I have it uh, very badly on my scalp. And uh, this is something that we believe can be cured within our lifetime. So hopefully we can have your help. Go to my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Moranofan. All right, the AC report coming up in just a half hour. I'm looking forward to that. They have a big election on the ballot this year, not necessarily for any candidates, but a question on the ballot to determine whether or not they want to change their entire form of government. I think it's pretty exciting. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. One more hour to go. If you would like to be heard on any issue that we have covered thus far, you can do so by calling 1-800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. Whatever you do, do not even think of touching that radio dial. I've often asked people the question, not just on the radio, but in my private life. It's one of my favorite questions to ask people. Not that it means anything, but I'm just curious about it. What is the, other than email, other than social media, what is the first website you go to when you go to your computer. The very first thing you check first thing every time you go on the computer. In my case, there are two. It's the New York Radio Message Board, and each time I go there, it's an exercise in frustration. And the second is Ballot Access News, which is a basically a newsletter which reports on ballot access, especially for independent and third-party candidates, and just really an insightful, insightful newsletter run by Richard Winger. And I came across an item in this month edition of Ballot Access News that I figured I would just share with you. I read this item and I got a lot of use out of it, so I am going to share it with you exactly as written. Here is the headline. Free books. Anyone may obtain a free copy of Partisan Profits, A History of the Prohibition Party, published in 1972, written by Roger C. Storms. It's a paperback. It is 73 pages. Also, anyone may obtain a free copy of A Faithful Remnant, Prohibition Party 1972 to 2016 by James Hedges. That's also a paperback. It's been republished and contains a fold-out chart showing which calendar years the party was on the ballot by state for the party's entire history. So to get either of those books, contact James Hedges, P.O. Box 212, Needmore, Pennsylvania, 17238. That's James Hedges, P.O. Box 212, Needmore, Pennsylvania, 17238. And I emailed him, prohibitionists at hotmail.com, prohibitionists at hotmail.com. The Prohibition Party is, they say, America's oldest third party. I'm interested in minor party politics. I know nothing about these books. I don't know if they're worth reading, but they're free. And they're small, so uh, they're not going to take up a lot of space. So I can't imagine my wife raising too much of an objection to me sneaking it into the house. So I like free books. I figured some of you might as well. I know nothing about the author. I make no claim as to whether these books are insightful or informative and are entertaining. All I can say is that Ballot Access News says it's free, and Ballot Access News absolutely never steers me wrong. Beam me up! To be continued. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.